0: I'm curious as how this is going to go. I, I want you to to say it back to me, okay? One of the reasons that we don't read our Bibles as much as we should is because we don't have enough. Yeah, okay. Kind of depressing the way you guys said it, but that's correct. Time, right? Thank you, Matthew. <laughs> um, yeah, you guys are like time. It it is. It is sad. It is sad that you don't have enough time to read your Bibles, and I understand that. But actually, yeah, easy, Lydia. I'm just, it's okay. It's okay. It's an emotional, th- and now everybody looks back. If I was like, Steve, there's no one back there, but all you would be like, like everybody would look. Um, or if like you know that, that Noah's right here, I'd be like, Noah, and everyone would be like, is it the real Noah? Like he's back? And everybody would look. It makes me crazy. I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it, but it's okay. Um, here we go. So here's what I want to talk about. You actually have more time to read your Bible than you think, okay? And here, here's what I, what I mean. Um, Crossway, in August of 2018, so Crossway is a Christian book publisher, right? You write the book, you send it to Crossway. Crossway is the one that puts it out and puts it on Amazon and all these different places. In August of last year, Crossway surveyed over 11,000 people, right? 11,000 people asking questions about how much time they spend doing some of the things just regularly in their life. And then they compared them with how much time it takes to read with Scripture. So, how long do you do this? How long do you do this? And then they said, well, it takes this long to read this book of the Bible, this long to read this book of the Bible. And the stuff that they discovered was actually pretty crazy. It's this idea that you actually have so much more time to read the Bible than you think, okay? So let me give you a few examples here, all right? Um, let's talk Old Testament first, okay? Um, if you have a Bible, can you, can you do me a solid and open up to actually the table of contents, Okay. If you have a Bible on your telephone, that's okay, too. And for those of you in the Bible, if you are literally in any book of the Bible, you have gone too far, okay? So, table of contents, right out of the gate. Can't wait till you get home and tell your parents, you know, what part of the Bible did you read? Oh, we did the table of contents. It was awesome. Um, All right, so the Old Testament, right, is these first 39 books, right? Genesis through Malachi, Okay. Um, they're written in different ways. The first five books are called the Pentateuch. We talked about this middle school, right? How many sides does the Pentagon have? Five. How many sides does the Pentateuch right? How many books? Five. That's why it's called that, right? Um, so the Old Testament is divided in several different ways, but he, here's kind of what I want you to see based on this slide. Okay, so we took, like Crossway had this big long thing, so I wanted to slow it down a little bit. So look. Here are some books of the Bible in the Old Testament. And then the number is how long it takes you to read them. If you were just to read it straight through. Okay? So Obadiah takes four minutes to read. Okay, By the time I'm done talking about Obadiah, you would be almost halfway through it. Does that make sense? So you are now pretty close to halfway through Obadiah. Okay? Jonah takes eight minutes to read. Micah, 18 minutes. Nahum, what is nah- Nahum? You can find out in seven minutes, right? So seven minutes, Habakkuk, nine minutes, Zephaniah, ten, Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi. Zechariah's a little bit longer, but again, half an hour. I don't know. That's an episode of whatever TV show. Can you imagine, right, can you imagine telling your mom, right, having some quiet time and telling your mom, like, what did you read in the Bible, sweetie? And you respond with the minor prophets, and they, and she's like, how many did you read? And you say all of them, because literally it takes hardly any time to read some of these guys, um, Obadiah, Jonah, Nahum, Habakkuk, all these different things, Um, and you can read, like, I mean, for example, you know, if you put Nahum, Habakkuk, and Zephaniah together, it would take you less than 30 minutes to read all three of those, right? Less than 30 minutes to read all three of those, Um, and I do want to say this as well, we're going to be going through some facts and figures, and at the end, we're going to present to you guys some Bible reading plans, okay? all of this stuff will be, able, will be available on the PVN and Students website uh, tomorrow, okay? So don't feel like you have to memorize all this, okay? Just keep that, or like, if you're writing, keep writing, that's great, but don't feel pressure, okay? Because we want you guys to be able to come back to these resources as often as you want, okay? Make sense? So you can read the, you know, you can look through these as often as you need. And also, just another example here in the Old Testament, the book of Esther, right? Esther takes 30 minutes to read, <coughs> Ruth, right, shout out to Ruth, Ruth takes 14 minutes to read, Song of Solomon, this is mingling of souls, right, Song of Solomon takes 17 minutes, and Ecclesiastes takes 31 minutes, so again, in a half hour's time, you could read all, all, like you could pick out any of these and read, you could almost read two of them, and again, in a half hour's time, not in this idea of like, you know, we picture like with, well I just don't have time to read the Bible, but you think Bible reading means like you have to climb like to the tallest tower of the church and like do it by candlelight and like take all this time to dig deep. And, and there, there's nothing wrong with studying, right? That's good and I want you to do that. But but for so many of you, I, I just want you, instead of studying, I want you to start, right? You follow that? Don't worry so much about studying, worry about starting. And the reason I'm giving you these these easy numbers is to show you it's not that hard to start. I mean, you could read... Jonah threw, what do we say, eight minutes? What does that say? Yeah, eight minutes. And then you can go back and read it through again. And then a third time. And it still hasn't been half an hour. Imagine all the stuff that you could see, right? Uh, I went to a conference. That's where I was last week when Josh came and did a great job. And Bob handled middle school and did awesome as well. But like there were all these, I love to read, right? And if you love to read as a believer, you need to go to this, these Christian conferences. Because LifeWay loads it up, and they have all these books, right, and I'd walk past a book table, and I'd be like, all right, I've seen what I need to see, and then I would go back past the book table again, and be like, oh, I didn't see that, oh, this is, oh, I didn't see this one either, and like, but I've already been through it once, but when I went back around again, I saw things that I had missed, and this is how we learn more about the Bible. It's this idea of, okay, repetition is key to learning the Bible. Okay repetition is key to learning the Bible. Reading it again and again, or finding a a story or a text that you enjoy or that you're starting to learn from, and reading it again and again. You don't just have to study it one time and then be done with it. Repetition is key to learning more about it, all right? So there's the Old Testament. Um, And again, just the ones that aren't on here. Esther takes 31 minutes. Ruth takes 14. Song of Solomon, 17. And Ecclesiastes, 31. So keep those in mind, right? Next slide, Lauren. Let's go to the New Testament, okay? So, the New Testament, again, to so the Old Testament, and then comes the New Testament, 27 books, right? Um, just FYI, here's how the New Testament is ordered, all right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John are called the Gospels, okay? Gospel means good news in Greek, all right? This is the good news of, of what, and for those of you who, just, who aren't aware, the Gospel is the good news, for what Jesus has done for us, to rescue us. That's good news. So it's, ca- it's basically kind of called the books of good news. They're the gospels, okay? Why is it Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Why is it that way? I'm gonna say a big word, you're gonna tune out, and then I'll bring you back, all right? This is called the Augustinian order, all right? This guy named Augustine, right? Big time theologian thousands of years ago. He thought Matthew was written first. We, we typically now believe Mark was written first, but by the time he had said it, They put it in order by who they think wrote it first, all right? Does that make sense? It's in order by Matthew wrote it first, then Mark, then Luke, then John. Also, Matthew, Mark, and Luke have so much in common, okay? They have so much in common. They are called the synoptic gospels. Everybody say, uh, say sin. Now say optic. Now say synoptic. Synoptic means, it's Greek, it means to see together, Here's why, What to see together, what are you talking about? All the stories in Matthew, Mark, and Luke are so similar, they're called synoptic. It's like they're being looked at through the same lens. They're seen together. Does that make sense? The reason John is last is also because John is so different. John is way different than Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Same story, same Jesus, just from a very different angle. All right? Does that make sense? So the first three Gospels are called the the what Gospels? You got it synoptic okay and again there's not gonna be a quiz but i'm just trying to this is you'll hear people say this and i want you to understand why all right so there's the first there's the excuse me there's the gospels acts was also written by luke and then you've got romans all the way down if you're still in your table of contents romans all the way down to philemon all right these were all written by one guy can anyone tell me who it was say like yeah Yick job, Campbell. So Paul, right? Parker raised his hand. Props to you, Parker. Um, so here's why. So why is it Romans and First Corinthians? Blah 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 blah. These are written in order by length. All right, they're written in or, they're ordered by length. Okay, Romans is and, and it's also so it's length and group and then length and singular. Here's what I mean. Romans, First Second Corinthians, Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians, First Second Thessalonians are all written to groups. The church at the church in Rome. That's where Romans was written to. The church at Thessalonica. That's what Thessalonians was written to. So it's, Paul's writing to groups, and then he orders it by size. You see what I'm saying? By, by length of letter to those groups. Um, I lost it. First, Second Timothy, Titus, and Philemon are written to individuals, not churches. So it starts over. So we've got groups, and, we, and he does it by length of the letter. And then we've got individuals, and then he does it by length of the letter. Philemon is much shorter than... Uh, Titus, You see what I'm saying? So, so let's back up. So the Gospels again, the Synoptic Gospels, then John, then the book of Acts, then Romans all the way down through Second Thessalonians are written to churches, so groups, and then they're organized by length of letter. And then 1 Timothy down through Philemon is written to individuals, and then it's done by size again or length of the letter. Okay? And then last but certainly not least, we get to Hebrews, James, 1 Peter, 2 Peter, John, Jude, Revelation, and again, these are organized by size, again, um, and it's kind of a, a random order of authors, and then Revelation is a book of prophecy, we'll get into that later, all right, so there's enough of the New Testament for you to know going on, all right, does that make sense? So the New Testament, let's look at this, here we go, look at these. All right, Ryan, there's just no way that I'm going to be able to finish. Wrong-o. 2 Thessalonians takes 7 minutes, right? Less than 10 minutes to read. Philippians takes less than 15. Colossians, less than 15. All of these, from Philippians down, take less than 15 minutes to read through, right? Think about that. Less than 15 minutes to read through. This is 15 minutes before school. This is 15 minutes before practice, right? This is 15 minutes when you get home before you start homework, because you're such good kids, Right? This is, this is what you can knock out. And again, the reason I'm telling you this is look at how quickly you can knock some of these things out, right? A couple of other ones here. Um, Philemon, right? Philemon takes, here you go, three minutes to read. Philemon takes three minutes. Wow, Ryan, that must be the shortest book of the Bible. It's not. Second John takes two minutes to read through. Third John takes two minutes to read through. And Jude takes four minutes. You could read Philemon, Second and Third John, in less than 10 minutes. Three books of the Bible in less than 10 minutes. And the reason I bring this up again, guys, is, is yes, you, you absolutely can do this. You have the time to do this. If in less than 10 minutes you could read three books of the Bible, imagine how, how that would change your outlook. Like, imagine how the effect that would have on your heart if you were able to spend time in three books of the Bible, before you started your day, or before you started practice, or before you went into that difficult conversation. And I'm telling you, you can do three books of the Bible in less than ten minutes. You see what I'm saying? This is right here. This is so easy. So, so here's kind of the takeaway that Crossway brings out. Listen to this. Do you have a spare five minutes in your day? If you do, you should check out the book of Jude or maybe even Obadiah. Do you have 15 minutes? You could read Ruth or Philippians. Do you have a free hour? Try Nehemiah or Romans. So again, there's time. to. And some of you, you may not have a clue where to begin, right? I don't have a clue where to start in the Bible, Ryan. I don't know what's going on. One of the things that I'm going to suggest to you in a minute is our Bible reading plans that I've found. But also, once this, this stuff is published on our website, right? pvnstudents.org, you can just click on Bible Time. Right, and you click on it, and this info will be on there, and you can find the shorter books of the Bible, and start there. Okay, you see what I mean? I mean half a page short. All right, next slide. So here we go. Want to read the Bible through in a year? Just some just some quick facts for you to check out. Again, not going to be a quiz. Let's say you want to read the Old Testament in one year. Here's how much time you'd have to spend. So Old Testament top left, go over to the right to the second to last one. In one year, you, you would have to spend nine minutes a day, and you can get through the entire Old Testament in a year. Nine minutes, guys. We played Head, Shoulders, Knees Cup for longer than nine minutes, and you, and you would be like, already on your way to reading the entire Old Testament in a year nine minutes a day, if you, I don't know why they have this, but if you want to take two years to knock it out, you could do it in five minutes a day. Look at this too, the New Testament, if you wanted to read the New Testament, the second one's in the middle, second from the right, if you want to read the New Testament in a year, do you see that? How much time? Three, three minutes, three minutes a day in the New Testament, and you do it in a year. Imagine, now think about this, think about this, you you hear about people who say like, well, I've spent the year reading through the New Testament, and I read the New Testament in a year. How, long, how much time a day did you spend? Wow. And you picture them in the tower with the candle and like the whatever, right? Three minutes, bro. Three minutes a day. You could do that. When, by the time we dismiss before announcements are done, you would have done your, your time in the Bible, and you would finish the New Testament in a year. That's insane. The whole Bible, right? The whole Bible, if, just if you're curious, you bunch of nerds, 74 hours and 28 minutes if you wanted to read it straight through, right? What a 74 hours that would be, by the way. Uh, it would be awesome. Your heart would probably have given out long before and you'd be low on liquids, but spiritually full, right? I am not, I'm not telling you to do that. Let the podcast show. Ryan told me to. But I don't think you get in trouble for reading. Like, you really think your parents are going to get on you for reading the Bible, too? Like, put that Bible away. You really think your parents are going to? Okay. Let's move on. The whole Bible in a year. The whole Bible in a year, 12 minutes a day. The whole Bible in a year, 12 minutes a day. The whole Bible in six months, 25 minutes a day, less than half an hour, and you would read the entire Bible in six months. That, that blows my mind, guys. Half a year. All right, let's move on to the next slide, Lauren. Here's particular parts of the Bible, right? So this is the Gospels and Acts. Remember Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and Acts, first five books of the New Testament. If you want to re- and, and this is really where the, the, the whole Bible is about Jesus, but the Gospels is where it really hones in on Jesus, right? This is where it really focuses in. If you wanted to read the Gospels through in three months, if you want to read the Gospels through in a month, 20 minutes a day, 20 minutes a day, and you will get through the first five books of the New Testament. You can't tell me, well, the Bible seems intimidating. It's such a big book. There's no way I'll finish it. 20 minutes a day, and you'll get through the Gospels and Acts in a month. The history of the early church in a month. It's unbelievable. Uh, the epistles in Revelation. So the epistles, uh, epistle is a word for letter. It's Greek for Well, it's Greek for letter, actually. Apostle is sent one, uh, but the epistles is a letter, right? Um, Can you go back one more? I'm sorry. Um, If you wanted to read the the letters of Paul, right? So that whole, if you're still in your table of contents, right? From Romans, uh, Paul didn't write Hebrews or James. Let's see. Anyway, if you read from Romans down to Jude and Revelation, all of that, right? And Paul didn't write all those, but I'm saying... If you, wrote, if you read from Romans all the way down to Revelation in one month, 15 minutes a day. Unbelievable. 15 minutes a day, and in a month, you'll have read three-fourths of the New Testament. Unbelievable, right? All right. Um, so let's, here, here's kind of, oh yeah, one more. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Lauren. Uh, this is the Pentateuch. Remember? So the Pentateuch is what? Somebody tell me. It's the first what of the what? Yeah, good. Parker, you raise your hand. You deserve it. Go for it. Boom. First five books of the Bible, right? Um, Genesis, Exodus, the Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, right? First five books of the Bible. I want to read the first five books of the Bible, five minutes a day, right? Two minutes. A, look at this, nine minutes. All of this is less than half an hour to finish it in a month. First five books of the Bible. All right. So the clues are right there. Go, uh, go ahead, Caleb. Uh huh. It is Numbers Leviticus. Yeah. Those are not easy books. That's true. That's true. That's true. And it's not. And 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 what I'm saying is not so much about this idea and that's a good qualifier, Caleb. Um, what I'm suggesting to you is not this idea of I'll have read it all through and I'll have understood the book of Jonah in eight minutes, right? I'm, this is like my tw- like eighth year as a Christian and there are still things about Jonah that I'm like, oh my gosh. And my point is you can get through it in this amount. Of time. And as you go through these books, you'll pick things up. And as you go through it again, right, for another month, you'll pick more stuff up. And you can do it, you could go through it twice in two months at like, what, eight minutes a day, right? You see what I'm saying? You follow that? So good good qualifier, Caleb. I appreciate that, man. Um, but does that make sense, guys? It's not so much about, in eight minutes, you'll know everything there is to know about Jonah. But in eight minutes, you'll have read through, in... in 24 minutes, you'll have read Jonah three times. She'll cost so much. All right, here we go. This is, this is this idea. All right, here we go. What percentage of people spend 30 minutes or more a day engaged in the following activity? So of the 11,000 people they asked, this amount of people spent this much time, so 30 minutes a day or more checking, obviously adults were interviewed here, uh, checking their email, 70%. 30 minutes or more a day checking their email, right? Right. Um, Facebook, there you go, YouTube, 26%, that's low, Um, more than 30 minutes a day, right, Um, housework, (laughs) reading books, 55, yeah, right, okay, Uh, TV, 60%, 60% of people that they interviewed spent 30 minutes or more in front of Netflix or something, right, Um, anyway, hobbies, whatever that, there's a puzzle piece there, so, hey, have at it, you go, mom, so, but anyway, no disrespect, but see, you see what I'm saying? So look, now on the right side of this graph, how much could you read spending, thir- all right, here we go, 30 minutes a day. 30 minutes a day, how much Bible could you get through? The book of Ecclesiastes, you could do it in one 30-minute sitting. The book of Romans, you could get through in two 30 minutes. Again, like Caleb asked, not <laughs> definitely not with Romans. It's not, oh, I got it, like I understand it all. But you have gone through it in two days. Imagine the, the low-hanging fruit that you would grab if you just spent 30 minutes a day and you've gone through the whole book. And then the next two days you go through it again, right? Let's do questions at the end, AJ. Um, I appreciate where your head's at, though. So anyway, the book of Genesis, seven days. Coincidence? I think not. Um, the Epistles in Revelation, 15 days. The New Testament, 40 days, right? If you just spend 30 minutes a day, right? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, let's see. Um, here's the takeaway for this. Um, Let me back up. It takes about 10 hours total to read all four Gospels in the book of Acts. If you spend 20 minutes per day, you could read all five books in just a month. It takes about 15 hours to read all of the prophets from Isaiah to Malachi. If you spend 30 minutes a day reading the prophets, a month from now, you'll have finished all 17 of those books. If you started tomorrow, a month from now, you'll have finished. Again, it's not that you'll have understood everything in there, right? But man, what a chunk you would have taken out if you would have finished all those in a month at 30 minutes a day. Um, while none of these things, you know, none of the, none of this media is, is inherently evil, like, none of that's evil, but it does take up so much time and energy. This happens, like, I would, I, I don't have Snapchat, so, but I do have, like, Instagram, and I'll be on Instagram, and I'll just, like, black out for, like, 10 minutes, and I'll kind of, like, oh my gosh, where have I, like, what am I doing, you know, and, like, I lost that time. Like, it just happens to me, and and, like, there are random things like that, like, TV, and again, TV is not bad. Instagram is not bad. It's, it's, it's what you use it for, right? It's not the thing. It's what you use it for. Um, but these things do take up our time. Are they taking up too much of our time? Uh, in what area? So this is the question that they ask. In what areas could you cut back in order to make more time for Bible reading and prayer? So think about your day. So you don't have social media, or you don't watch TV, or you don't really like to play outside, or you don't, like, play sports, or you're not in a band, whatever, like, whatever your day looks like, right, whatever your day looks like, what are some things that you could cut, again, Jonah, in eight minutes, where could you cut out eight minutes of your day to start going through, to start going through Jonah? Like, where could you start doing that, right? Um, here's the last thing that I'll say, and then we'll get into a couple Bible reading plans, um. So my one-year anniversary with Kristen, my wife, those of you who don't know, um, my one-year anniversary with Kristen was a couple weeks ago. And so you got to get each other presents and stuff, right? And it was awesome. But one of the things that I wanted to do, I was like, I'm going to write her a letter, right? I'm going to write her a letter, okay? Just a one-year thing. I know, all right, whatever. So I'm going to write her a letter. Um, But here's the thing. In youth ministry, January through March... It, you can ask the, the adults in the back, January through March is arguably busier for us than summertime is. We have, so I take the group to Passion, and then we have Collide, we have Winter Jam, we have Valentine's Banquet, boom, 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 right? Well, we get through all that, and now it's time for, for my anniversary with Kristen, and, I, and it's my Friday, and it's my day off, and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot to write her the letter, and she's coming home to get her presents, and I was like, And I was like, man, I really don't want to do this right now. Like, this is my day off. I don't want to put the time and energy into this. I'm exhausted. I'm ready to just enjoy my day, right? But I made myself, I got the paper, I got the pen, right? And I started writing. And as I'm putting myself into this letter, instead of me being emptied, I'm becoming more and more full, as I'm writing things, I'm reminded of how much I love my wife and how excited I am that we're married and what an awesome year that it's been and like, how committed I want to be to her. And, and I found myself getting lost in this letter instead of wanting to go do these other things. I would wager to you that reading your Bible is like that. We look at it as this idea of, man, I have so much else to do. I have so much else I'd rather do. I don't want to spend any time in this. But even if it's eight minutes, I'm not going to understand it anyway. I I don't want to do this. And I would challenge you that as you start to spend your time, and again, not just like, oh, I hate this. This is so dumb. I'm not doing this. Okay, done. Eight minutes. Okay, congratulations. You're not going to get anything out of that either, right? But if you will give eight minutes of your time to reading through Jonah once, 14 minutes of your time through reading through Ruth or Esther once, right? If you'll lean in, I would wager that instead of feeling emptied, you'll actually leave full. Does that make sense? You'll you'll actually leave encouraged and excited. I don't think I've ever met anyone who prayed and then thought, shouldn't have done that. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the world. I just don't. Because when we finally do pray, it's this idea of it feels good to put your energy into something good. It feels good to spend time with the Lord, okay? So again, give it some thought. All this stuff will be online. Here's our last slide, Lauren. Here's kind of the last thing. So Bible reading plans, what are we going to do? All these will be put online, all right? The ones I'm going to recommend to you are how to get through the Bible in a year, okay? Here's a couple of them. One is called the Discipleship Journal. And again, there'll be a link to these. Um, there, It's it's four daily readings, but there's only 25 days per month. Well, all the days have more than 25 days, so what's going on? It That leaves time for if you have to skip a day, if you miss a day, if you forget a day, right? If you want to spend an extra day on a particular passage and not lose your plan, you see what I'm saying? So it's called the Discipleship Journal. Um Another one is called the McShane Plan. Um, It has readings every day of the year, and it'll take you, in a year, it'll take you once through the Old Testament, twice through the Psalms and the New Testament. So in a year, if you follow the McShane Plan, once through the Old Testament in a year, twice through the New Testament, and twice through the Psalms. Another one is called the Kingdom. Um, It kind of weighs the Old Testament and the New Testament differently. Um, There's, again, only 25 readings per month, so that leaves you an extra five to six days to catch up or do something different, right? Or to, or to take a day away from it. And then the last one is called For Shirkers and Slackers, okay? Um, and of course, that's the one that everybody's like, oh. Um, here we go. This plan assigns shir- certain genres to the day of the week. So, uh, not all the books in the Bible are the same. They're not all history, they're not all poetry. Some of them are a blend of that, they're not all prophecy, some are a blend. And you get a different genre of the Bible each day of the week. So instead of reading in order, right, you read by genre. Um, So it's just one of these ideas. um, This plan assigns certain genres certain days of the week and breaks the books into sections so you can read in one sitting. So without reading every day, you can still make measurable headway. Okay, so anyway, so there's a couple, and then even finish in less than. A year. So there are Bible reading plans out there. There's evidence clearly. There are, if anybody knows how long it takes to read, it's a book company, right? So, And they're telling you. The, the options are here, right? The way to know the Lord better is through His Word. Will you, again, summer's coming up, will you use that time? Will you take eight minutes out of your time in the summer to read a book, to get out of Jonah? You'd read a book of the Bible in eight minutes, then you go back to it again and again and again. So I just want to recommend that to you guys. Let me pray. I know we had a few questions, so let me pray, Uh, and then Lydia, can you come up and help us with some announcements, and then we'll dismiss, and if you guys have questions you want to chat, you can come up and holla. All right, let's pray. Father, thank you so much for this.